myself back down to my previous wedding weight. So this time the Reiki was relaxing, like really relaxing, like sort of going to sleep and feeling like you're awake, but just relaxing. She told me after that I needed a lot of holding energy, nurturing, caring for. She could tell that I needed to love and support myself in that way so that I could shine my light and bring more of me and my help out into the light to be able to offer it to the world. She could tell that there was some blocking there, that there could be some self-judgment that was blocking me. And I love this part of Reiki where I not only receive the energy help from someone else, but I also get feedback on what she saw and she experienced with my energy during the session. And for those of you that really don't like the woo-woo stuff, it may seem a little out there, but all I can say is try it for yourself and then decide. It may not be for you, but for me, I love it. So her little summary of me got me thinking about self-care, of course. How can I give myself more love, support, care, and non-judgmental space? The reason that I think most of us get self-care wrong is that there's this list of what we think it should look like. And it's not always a list of what really lights us up and results in us feeling cared for. So right now, think of three things that you think of as self-care that you should be doing for yourself. And take a second, if you need to, turn me off for a minute and come up with three things. And I really wish that I could hear all of the things that you are all thinking right now. Feel free to comment to me on my social media or send me a message of what it is that you are thinking right now before we reconstruct what your best actions would be for you. Here are some of the things that I thought that I should have on my to-do list if I was being really good about my self-care. Bubble baths, hot fudge sundaes, hours outside in a hammock reading a book, Long walks by the water with my dog when I am in the mood to walk and my dog is in the mood to walk easily, no pulling on the leash. Just alone time, basically, when no one else wants my attention or my time or is asking anything else of me. That's what I think of. So you probably can start to get the picture of why all of this lovely self-care isn't happening in my life. As my daily life is happening and work and family are there and might be asking for a bit of attention from me, and even times that they aren't asking for that. I mean, I know what dinner time entails, right? Even if no one's asking me for dinner, no one's asking me to be the one that makes dinner. and Quite often, my wife is the one who cooks, but, you know, the dog asks to be let in and let out. And there are other things on my to-do list that I certainly don't consider self-care that are also asking for my attention, right? So all of those things 
would get my time and attention. And I am the one who's consistently putting my self-care things at the bottom of the list. Because in my mind, they would happen when there's nothing else to do, nothing else that I have to do. And I could just focus on those things stress-free. But of course, the irony of this, the more that you neglect your self-care, Most likely, the more stressed you are and the more resentful you might get that you are coming last. And of course, it's you putting putting it last on your own list, right? And the more you actually need some care in that situation. So let's reframe the whole thing so that we can do it differently. So the things on my list might make me feel a certain way or give me a certain result. A long bubble bath or a hot fudge sundae might be a nice escape from the demands of my regular life for a while, but then you go right back to your regular life. And are you feeling better? So for the bath, maybe for a while, yes, you're feeling better. You're feeling more relaxed. From the sundae, maybe I'm not feeling better if it's not something that I really wanted to eat on my food plan or if it's getting in the way of my weight goal. And walking the dog, well, without a lot of practice, I'm probably not going to feel like going on the walk in the first place. And my dog is probably not going to cooperate the way that I picture either. So what's the answer? Because you want solutions, right? If those things aren't going to make my life better in the long run, then what is a better way to do self-care? So instead of thinking of moments of escape as my self-care, let's think about the life that we want to live, the life that's so good that we don't want to escape from it, the life that would give us so much joy that we can feel that box in our chest opening up and giving the pure joy that you know, we might have experienced as a child when you had the best day ever. Didn't you always have a best day ever? If you don't know what I'm talking about, then it's been way too long for you since you've experienced that joy. We have recently gotten a soft top Jeep, and I've been riding around everywhere with the top down. And it's been hot, but top down, windows open, and my very favorite music up loud. Now, this has been giving me a lot of joy in my life. It's also been making me realize how few moments of joy I've actually been having in my life on a real day-to-day basis. Now, I just got married in May of this year, and we went on a honeymoon, so I have had some real big joy days, truly full of happiness days. But I'm talking about the regular old day-to-day moments. Not a lot lately. And it's so easy to fall into that pattern, right? And you realize it when you go on vacation and then you go back to work. (laughs) When we were children, a lot of us were lucky enough to have those joyful moments of play, of being outdoors, spending time with our friends and just feeling really happy. Some of us were not as lucky and may have never really learned that it was safe enough to let go and have joy. Some of us did experience joy, 
when we were little, but then might have had traumatic events in our lives that have made us feel blocked from that joy in our lives now as adults. Let's all get back to that. Get that back in our life. Let's bring joy back as a regular part of every day. So step one, what are the things that really bring you joy? Take some time and make a list. Everything you can think of, make a long list, get creative. Everything that brings you joy when you see it, when you hear it, when you taste it, touch it, smell it, feel it, read it, watch it, everything. Step two, if there are things in that list that are that you are putting off until you go on vacation or until you retire or move or till your kids are bigger, your situation is changed, such as if you're not being a caretaker anymore or until you have more money, any kind of postponement. I want you to plan right now how to put those things in your life right now. Now, before you say you can't, Let's just play devil's advocate and say there is a way to put anything into your life now if you could get creative enough. Let's say going to Italy gives you joy. And you can't go right now. You don't have the money. You don't have the time off. What is it that gives you joy about Italy? Is it the scenery? You can watch a video of the best spots in Italy every single day. The best scenery with no crowds, no cost, no traveling. And you can watch a five-minute video. You could have time for that. Is it being outside and walking around that gives you the joy? Do that somewhere local that has a water view or older buildings or, you know, somewhere that is the most scenic that you can find right now. Is it the food and wine that give you the joy? Incorporate a little taste of that into your meal plan. It doesn't even have to be a big Italian meal but you can, it can be part of a meal or even make the big meal that you want and eat a little bit every day. You get the idea. Step three, let's think bigger than self-care things as a way to escape your regular life. So what are the things that will make your regular life better? Think about the goals that you have. What are the steps that you can start taking right now that will make your life better tomorrow. So if part of your stress is due to having some things, say, not organized, then organize one thing every day. That is a self-care step. Now, is it a self-care step that you are going to feel like doing? Probably not. Maybe even a hell no. But how will you feel after you do it? Most likely really good. So that's one big secret to self-care. Think about how you will feel after the task. We always think of self-care as what will feel good before or during the moment. That's why it's bubble baths and hot fudge sundaes that we think of. But the truth is that exercise and salad will make us feel great after we do it. We just don't always feel like doing it before we start. And then sometimes it doesn't feel great during, but sometimes it does feel good during. And we usually just have to practice that and then choose how we feel the during part of it. And that's a whole other topic that I will save for another podcast. So let's wrap this up. You have a list of things that you can do. 
Step four is to calendar them. Choose times to do them and do them. Even when you don't feel like doing them, do them. Then see how you feel after. If something doesn't make you feel good after you do it, then stop doing it. If it makes you feel worse, the idea that you won't get to that particular goal, if you take it off of your list totally, then put it back on and just do it. Maybe it's something that will make you feel good when you get to the goal, but you have to practice feeling good at each step. Say, for example, if writing a book feels like torture along the way, consider not writing a book. Not now, not ever. And if that idea feels worse, then just keep writing chapter chapter by chapter and practice enjoying what you can of it or celebrate each step. But getting the book done will make you feel good if the idea of not writing a book makes you feel terrible. But it's all an option and it's up to you. And the very last thing that I want to say about self-care is that sometimes it is speaking your truth in the moment. Sometimes it's saying no to other people or to things that you don't want to do. Sometimes it's not meeting other people's expectations and allowing them to feel sad or mad or whatever they feel because it's not good for you to do. You want to be giving to others when your cup is full. So that means giving wholeheartedly and freely in the ways that you want to give. Not by always saying yes to everyone else and meeting everybody else's expectations of you. And this is a really hard one, but it can help you to just be aware that saying no, I'm sorry, but I'm not able to do that is that's really self-care too. And that's all I have for today. The very last thing I want to say is I started practicing this practicing this the other night when I went for ice cream. And my usual go-to is to always decide between my two favorite flavors. I do it every time. I get either peanut butter or salted caramel. I'm like, which one of my favorites do I want? And I tried this new approach. This was last night getting ice cream. And I was like, what would bring me joy right now? And you know what? Like 10 different flavors popped off of the menu. And I was like, oh, I would feel joy eating that, eating that. All of these flavors I haven't had since I was a little kid. So it was really fun. I got black raspberry, which I haven't had since I was little. And I was like, oh, next time I'm going to get peppermint stick and I'm going to get this one. It's really a fun thing to do to just think about it differently and to pick things that really will just give you some joy in the moment. And that's it for today. Have fun this week dreaming of all of the joy that you are going to have in your life. And then I want you to just start right now today. Spread the joy, my friends. Have a wonderful week.